Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by Sushipay, the online community information platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Trish Irvine from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life. The first reading for today comes from Acts chapter 13, and it says, From Paphos, Paul and his companions set sail and arrived at Perga and Pamphylia. But John left them and returned to Jerusalem. They continued on from Perga and reached Antioch and Pisidia. On the Sabbath, they entered into the synagogue and took their seats. After reading of the law and the prophets, the synagogue officials sent word to them, My brothers, if one of you has a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. So Paul got up, motioned with his hand, and said, Fellow children of Israel and you others who are God-fearing, listen. The God of this people Israel chose our ancestors and exalted the people during their sojourn in the land of Egypt. With uplifted arm, he led them out. And for about 40 years, he put up with them in the desert. When he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave them their land as an inheritance. At the end of about 450 years, after these things, he provided judges up to Samuel the prophet. Then they asked for a king. God gave them Saul, son of Kish, a man from the tribe of Benjamin, for 40 years. Then he removed him and raised up David as their king. Of him he testified, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will carry out my every wish. From this man's descendants, God, according to his promise, has brought to Israel a savior, Jesus. John heralded his coming by proclaiming a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was completing his course, he would say, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. Behold, one is coming after me. I am not worthy to unfasten the sandals of his feet. In reading through this first reading, I am reminded of the prison retreat that I helped with this past weekend. And there was something so beautiful about being able to gesture towards the Lord, as well as to know that so much of the work that had already happened in these men's lives had nothing to do with me. It was a rather small retreat, but the men who were there had a desire to be there. And on the second day, they all returned, which was a great gift. And the men in my group were friends with each other, which made the conversation really easy. But they also had witnessed how the Lord can move and work in their own hearts, in their own lives. And one man in particular was kind of like the leader of the group. And the other men listened to him very intently. But I already knew that other people had been pouring into him and answering his questions. And that even beyond that, the Lord had definitely been pouring out his graces upon him and and working in him through the experiences of his life, through realization of perhaps I should have been dead because of these different things, or all of the negative things that kind of led him to where he is now. 
but that he was able to just receive it in this moment as like the Lord having prepared him to receive him at this time. And it was beautiful to be able to just stand with this reality and to recognize that I had almost no hand in it, but that I was able to experience the goodness of the Lord is changing this man's life. The Lord is working through the body of Christ to bring about change. And if he can do that in a prison, he can do that anywhere. I'm surprised at times how often assisting with prison ministry gives me great hope. Because in some ways, when you're confronting people who have sinned in significant ways, culturally, but then also just in general, when the sins are sometimes like severe attacks on the human person or taking someone's life or abuse or neglect or things like that, that we're able to see that left to our own devices, we tend to not do what is good. And outside of prison, we can kind of trick ourselves into thinking that we're good enough. But in prison, it seems almost easier to present Jesus as the one who changes our lives and the one who leads us to freedom. Because when given the chance to do whatever and having done it, they don't experience freedom. And that's more than just the bars that are holding them in or their sentence. There's also the chains that bind them spiritually. And in a way that's easier to recognize in prison than to convince someone that they're not free when they can seemingly do whatever they want. And so this passage from Acts where it speaks about John the Baptist near the end saying, what do you suppose that I am? I am not he. Behold, one is coming after me. I'm not worthy to unfasten the sandals of his feet. But this past weekend, I was able to just point to Jesus to say, I I identify with you as sinners who are broken and in need of God's grace. And that we just need to keep running towards the Lord with one another. That I'm not perfect, that I don't have all the answers, but that the Lord is the one who can fix all of our brokenness. And not only can, but deeply desires to. Let us pray. Lord, grant us the grace to be people after your own heart that we would carry out your every wish and that by receiving you, we would be radically transformed to the very depths of our being. Lord, I offer to you all of the men who are were on retreat this past weekend that you would continue to work in the midst of their lives, that you would grant them abundant graces and that you would make their hearts fertile soil with roots that go deep. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. 
I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.